0: All right, Pusho. Pusho pusho pusho. Pusho. Well, I should just recorded that.
1: <laughs> you you still never seen the Kimmy Schmidt <laughs> with, with the, the DZ?
0: The- I I have yet to watch. I I, I was considering watching that, but th- here's the thing: um, after Friday, eleven days off.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing to do but masturbate and watch TV.
0: Right. So I'm, I'm holding off.
1: Yeah, but that documentary is, it's, it's, it's so, like, it, it's, it's something community would have done, right? Where it's like not tied into the storyline mm-hmm. at all. It's like all, it's like found footage and the, the rapper guy, you know, like, in his inspiration. Oh, it's so good. Well, I, I will watch it. I will.
0: I will, I will, I will. But first, uh, I'm gonna wait till. Till I have. Till my undivided attention is on just doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's, it's nice to have that at the end of the year to look forward to. It's not something that uh, everybody gets. Yeah. Uh, I, I work for a company that, that I enjoy working for that has all this nice, these nice things, including unlimited vacation time right now. And uh,
1: yeah, the... I don't think I told you because we didn't do a show last week. I got a promotion and it got real. You did tell me. And, and uh, congratulations again. And uh, managing five people now. Yeah. So... It's um, it's cool. Um, so Microsoft has a lot of stuff about like how to manage people and like in their their philosophy about managing people. You know, it's not necessarily about getting the shit done. It's about, I mean, that's important too. But you know, helping each person reach their goals and you know, grow their career and stuff like that. So, um, I'm using this opportunity to, to really try to be a a better manager than when I managed Greg Weiss back in 1998.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, Greg Weiss was just uh, at the time, and I will speak about that person, and the third person, because that person is not me. Uh, that was that was a different Greg Weiss in very in very many ways. And he shared the same DNA most mm-hmm. for the most part
1: and he shared Most of your uh, cells are gone though.
0: Most of my cells are gone. Um, shared a similar social
1: network and mm-hmm. name and you know and, and, and I didn't I and, didn't and, want to open, I didn't mean to open up any no, kind of no, can no. of what what managing it was. It was like you know how grossly unprepared I was to manage anyone sure, back then? Sure. That that was the point I was trying but to But I was
0: up. also grossly unprepared to work at that point. <laughs> right. Uh, so like you you were grossly independent to manage, but it wasn't like you were managing All-Stars either. So, that's fine. It's kind of like being made manager at, at, at a Denny's, right? It's like, <laughs> okay, you're in charge, but really, not so much. Just don't fuck it up too bad. <laughs> and, you know, there's, like... Don't fuck up too bad, is don't burn down the place. <laughs> <laughs> like everything else, it's sort of, it, it's kind of built in. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Dave, not Dave, but, um, cause I don't want to say somebody who's, like, I don't want to make this about somebody we know, cause I'm gonna make a bad remark, but it's not, like, Dave was not doing this, so I know what I'm pointing at but like, so, um, Kevin, no, that's your that's your brother. Uh, Kevin's fine. I just want to think of a name that's like uh, Arnold. Arnold. Arnold is you know doing heroin in, in twice a day as he's making eggs, <laughs> but it's fine because no one cares, and that's that's sort of what's expected of the average Denny's person. You know, in 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 today's world. Arnold would be snorting oxy or, or, or doing fenotel or whatever. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. Um, just, you know, figuring that all out. So, uh, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else? I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say on the public internet, on the public about, internet, about my work. But, uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's good. And, uh, you know, I've been a Microsoft employee for three quarters of a year now.
0: Oh. I have been a view employee for four and a half years. In June, it'll be five years.
1: My longest tenure in any company. What's that? This one. Oh, this one. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, That's awesome. I mean, it, it seems to happen as you get a little bit older. Yeah. Right? You know, you, well, you, hopefully, hopefully, after 15 years, you found a place that fits, right? Right. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons. I've grown. I found a company that doesn't that, that works with me. You know, that's not to say that another opportunity might not come along at some point that may yeah. be great. But it's like there's a lot of benefits I get from this position that I wouldn't necessarily have in other positions. And, and I make, am I making the most money I possibly could? No. Nope. Uh, am I comfortable? Yes. Uh, Is your stress level relatively low? Very much so. Right. Do so I? That, that's worth yeah. a lot of money
1: right there. Right? Yeah.
0: Am I going to get rich at this job?
1: No, uh,
0: I'm fine with that. I have long since abandoned my, you know, quest for quest for a yacht or whatever. Uh, I very realistically know I am part of realistically the underclass, just like you are. We are all mm-hmm. in this level of society that is essentially the new serfdom. Welcome, here we are. Uh, Would it be amazing if that changed? And and yeah, is it going to? No.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need a couple million dollars to get out of it. You need way more than a couple million dollars to get out
0: of it. A couple million dollars might give you some of the opportunities to get out of it. But a couple million dollars alone, no. You are still stuck in the serfdom range. If you had hundred fifty million dollars, you're in the range of being able to get it. If you get into the billion dollar range, you're out of it. You you are in your you're in a new different society mm-hmm. that runs on different rules. And they're not there's there's not you can't do things with it. You can do things that us serfdoms could not do with impunity, but there are things you can't do in that zone. Right. So I mean, there are there are restrictions put on you no matter where you are. Um the there's this persistent, like American phenomena. I don't know whether it's I'm saying it's American because I think that it's you know, that's what's most associated with it, but this idea of climbing the ladder to the top. True sure. uh you just get to a point where there's more shit. <laughs> you never, you never out of the hole.
1: Yeah. No. I had. Oh shit. What was it? I had a really prescient insight the other day about the American middle class.
0: Oh shit. What was it? It was so good. Uh, was it that there is no middle class?
1: Well, that's part of the. the I thing. mean, that's
0: that's the truth.
1: But like, it was, it was about what caused, co- oh shit, what was it? It was about like how the middle class, the, the, the environment that caused the middle class to form in the first place and how, you know, it's not here now. And I had a really prescient point about it But now it's gone We're
0: all, like I said, serfs. There's no yeah. middle class Well, maybe there's a middle class if you're in that one to two million dollar range That, there's still, that has mean, the opportunities to do You
1: can to. say that, but then there's also people that aren't able to take vacations every year You know, there's there's So we, there's something we have that, well, no, well But, you know, it was more so Well, my, that,
0: my point is not
1: Oh, I'm a surf. Woe is
0: me. My point right. is, oh, I'm a okay. surf. I recognize the situation. Right. I, I'm, I'm not, and I'm okay. I'm getting the most out of it that I can, and that's fine. And like, cause, cause, as we talked about in the pre-show, the world's dying anyway.
1: Right. Okay. So here's, here's what We're I'm, all dying. All right. So I, I don't remember my previous point, but I want to flesh this out a little bit, and that is, you know, in the golden age of ap- post-war boom, right? It was, you could get out of high school, go work a factory job, not be brilliant or impressive in any particular way, but still have a car or two, go on vacation, Mm -hmm. have all that stuff. Your cars
0: would break down every 200 miles. Uh, Your Your vacations would be, you know, you you get to go to to two or three different places and that's it uh your the experiences you get the amount of of uh, of difference that you're able to find
1: is not particularly sure. impressive um no I'm, I'm not trying to make any so I was just making observations at yes. this point right yeah. no, and, and,
0: and all I'm doing is yeah. is just adding the other dimensions a couple okay. other so and'm I'm,
1: I'm not trying to say that you know we lost something or I'm not trying to make any kind of a gen- point on that yet Um but it's like, you know, the, you you know, you hear all these things like, you know, in the good old days in the golden age of the middle class, you could, and you could climb that ladder on your mm-hmm. own, right? And get to a point where you're comfortable and raise a family and just be, have a, not a luxurious, but a comfortable, and, you know, com- comfortable kind of existence. And I mean, I kind of feel that that's where I've landed, but... Not, I've had the results, but not because of just like no, you know, that average, not really skilled person able to find the right job and, you know, it works out, right? I I worked hard to do, to get where I am and it's a skilled position, takes a lot of expertise, but, you know, I feel like I'm just that, you know, regular so you said middle class doesn't exist. I, I think that, you know, I wouldn't say, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, if if I wanted to be a little bit uh, pessimistic or skeptical or whatever, you know, maybe I'd say the certain thing. But, you know, I think I landed the middle, yeah, that, that working class, middle class thing. But it's just white collar war, or, you know, desk work as opposed mm-hmm. to blue collar. Yeah, I mean,
0: it, it's it's the the new blue collar is white collar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're just. I mean, you are just a a number in a factory. You're not. You're not in charge of what Microsoft does. No. Um. But you. But it's.
1: But you know, it's. But you have
0: power where. Where you do, and you.
1: I'm in a position where the compensation is good. Right. Where, 40 years ago, stamping out steel plates on a metal bending machine would give you the you know, kind of composition that would let you do all the things you wanted to do right mm-hmm. and you know so the the job has changed you know I mean, so I, the tools yeah um
0: I listened to I re-listened to Hamilton recently when I was driving back up from Maryland uh huh I was thinking about it in a different sort of way. Because I was thinking about these sorts of things. I was thinking about, you know, uh, how we deify the founding fathers and they put all this stuff in motion, all this stuff. But when you get down to it, who are they fighting for? What's that? Who are they fighting for? Who won?
1: I mean, I think Hamilton kind of shows that a little bit more than, like, the deification, right? Like... You know, you got Jefferson versus Hamilton and the Federalists, and you know, it was in the room when it happened. Uh-huh. And all, so it, it probably shined more light on, you know, there was political strife then. You know, more than The well, history no, book well, that, that we learned in school. Right? No,
0: well, what I'm saying is who, who made out, who won,
1: who oh, won? who won the game? Yeah, I'm not sure I have enough information to, to, to answer. What do you, what's your what's your thought? the rich well okay yeah
0: guys who owned a lot of property men only white men only right who owned a lot of property initially that was all who could vote
1: uh sure I mean you know I mean, part of it is, it was...
0: Part of it, the culture of the time. I mean, right, a different culture, right? Different... There's... Uh, you can't I, expect... I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that Well, I, mean, I expect them to be as progressive as we are now in certain instances. What I'm saying, though, is that the... is not just that history is written by the winners, it's also history is written by the rich winners. Uh, history is written by those who have power, and, and those who have power... It was white landowners fighting white landowners, and yeah. everybody else got sort of just caught in the middle and were cannon fodder for them. And and sure that you know these guys were on the battlefield, but they were commanders.
1: They were telling their armies to go. No, well, right? but back in those times, they were in the front.
0: Eh, sort of, sort of, kind of. Okay. Um, and yeah, they could die, but they were also high up. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, it was not like they were grunts.
1: I oh, don't know. No. Um
0: they were not pawns. Right? They
1: were no. lead, they were really oh, bishops or
0: knights. They, they they were useful pieces that if they had to be sacrificed they would be, but right. they were not there to be sacrificed. Uh and there is This is how it, is. it feels a little worse. There, there's I don't know it, it's 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 how history works and it's uh all history like like the the rich Indians wrote the indian history the rich uh, uh chinese right. wrote the chinese history this is not unique to white people this right. is sure okay uh, this it's is interesting sort of,
1: um yeah so there's classes right mm-hmm. and the the interesting thing is like in India, the classes are kind of built into the system and accepted right where in America it's kind of a shadow thing right it's like you know? there
0: there there's this there's this mythological thing about not accepting the classes but really it's so ingrained mm-hmm. i mean it, it's almost like it's so ingrained that it's accepted without like there's lip service to it, but there's it it is like, I, I was, when I was in my conservative time, I was very strong, but there, there is there no class. You can move between everything. There is no class. It's just sort of a label. There. Now, I think, no, in fact, there is very much a, a class, if not caste mm-hmm. system in place. Yeah. But, um, But I'm done fighting it for two reasons. One, I'm tired, <laughs> I'm done. I'm not fucking fighting wars anymore for this shit. Uh, I don't have the passion uh, for it, and uh, I don't think uh, wars are particularly useful. I think that uh, revolutions turn things poor turn, turn, turn them badly most of the time as opposed to being good. Uh, I think incremental change is the way to go, and we're all going to die anyway. Uh, hooray. But at the same time, I also think there's you know things have settled into relative calm and when we push too far in certain ways then that's, that's when yeah. things break so i'm not going to be a bowl in a china shop i'm not going to start tossing things around let's let's see how we can improved a lot for all of us sirs without making it a without oh restructuring the entire system oh because because that's what you gotta do but I am an analyst I am somebody who wants to understand the, the world as much as I can I want to know as many true things about the world as I can and as many as little false things as possible I want to try to figure out how to do that. I want I'm going to accept that I'm not going to be perfect at that but that is what interests me that is where my heart lies is understanding not succeeding but understanding mm-hmm. Complicated, man. It is complicated. That's why I prefer math. It's a lot simpler. <laughs> and I, so I, I, some... I say that, but that's I, I honestly believe that it, that's the point of math is to simplify things, mm-hmm. to turn it into a ver- into an equation that you can write down and there. It's so
1: there, right? I saw some new data, or so. I think it was newer data on. I don't know, room... That, that thing that through, flew through the solar system, right?
0: Oh. You Oh, um... um uh, onomatopoeia. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, it was accelerating, and it was... You, last time we talked, it was talked up the outgassing, mm-hmm. like comet tail type stuff. I saw an article that said, like, to get to those numbers, it should have had a visible tail, like a comet.
0: There's a, there's a lot of assumptions that would suppose. Okay.
1: There. Well, this yeah. seemed, I don't know, it seemed to be updated. So, like, it was, again, fallen, thrown back into kind of the unexplained.
0: I'm fine with unexplained. Oh, yeah,
1: they didn't... The dark guard yeah. didn't go back to, you know... It's alien aliens. spaceship. Right. No, but it went back to, no, no, the outgassing doesn't add up. The you, Okay. It would have been a visible tail. Or at least the outgassing, as we understand it, doesn't yeah. add up. Yeah. yeah. It would have it looked like a comet. That reminds me. So, there was...
0: I, I read uh, a, a scientific um, report. Uh, let me bring it up. I read this uh, this this neat little article that was in Physical Review. Uh, That's not it. There we go. Let's put the archive version. Archive version. All right, so this is a, a paper uh, that was in, I guess, I think it was Physical Review. Unifying theory of dark energy and dark matter, negative masses and matter creation within modified lambda CDM frame. Oh, okay. That makes perfect sense to everybody, right? Okay, first of all, lambda CDM. This lambda is the cosmological constant, mm-hmm. which I think you you know, right? Mm-hmm. It's part of Einstein's equation. It's It was added, then removed, and then added again to for dark energy. CDM means cold dark matter. Okay. okay, so this is Lam- Lambda CDM or LCDM. This is the uh, more or less the name that is given to the Big Bang cosmological model as it currently state is today.
1: All right, so the, in that subject, right, the thing that's got my attention is negative masses. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean. Without getting into the article, are you able to give me like just a brief thing on like negative mass? Huh?
0: Yeah. So, so okay. What what is interesting about this is I read the whole thing and I more or less followed along with it, I and mean, I can follow the, you know, most of the math and I can understand what's what's being talked about here. Um, this is a very interesting bit of physics fan fiction, I would call no. it. Okay,
1: okay. Thanks, Cornell.
0: Uh, here is the basic idea. We take electromagnetism, and we think about that, where you have positive charges and negative charges attract. Right? Like, like charges repel, and, and, uh, and unlike charges attract. Uh, And you try to then apply that. The problem with mass and matter is that the only thing we have is something that's attractive. We don't have anything repulsive. What if you play with this and you assume that what is called dark energy is a repulsive negative
1: mass? Oh, so you have antimatter... Not antimatter. No, no. Right. I understand. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wanted to say this. Yeah. Let me, and for people at home, right? Negative mass is not antimatter. Antimatter is massive matter that has the opposite charge. Mm-hmm. Negative matter would be something new that has the opposite mass of mass. It matter. is
0: repulsive to. Positive matter. Is
1: repulsive the right word? Yeah. Okay.
0: Th- that's the thing about it is that um, th- it's sort of a different paradigm than you might think of with, with you know, because obviously we think of electrics, we think that the, the different charges are what attract, whereas this would be the same charges attract and the different charges repel. Or, yeah, different charges repel each other. Um, and then there are neutral charges. So the neutral charges make up dark matter. And the the charges that are negative are repelling themselves or repulsive part away from the positive quote unquote. I mean, remember, positive and negative are just labels we put on things.
1: Right. So like negative mass and mass isn't like a self annihilating thing like antimatter or mass. No, it, it's, it, a, it's attractive it's a, right. to itself, but yeah. it is okay.
0: repulsive to the other oh, charge. Okay. Uh, and if you imagine then mass as sort of a fluid in this sense, they take a simplified are, toy model. Okay, okay,
1: so does this mention like what are the particles that make up negative mass? No,
0: it doesn't get into that at all. All oh, it's okay. talking about is large Are they structure. just like
1: negative bosons and things out there? Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't go into
0: any of that except for just sort of a very simplistic toy model sort of basically uh, w- well maybe there might be something we can throw but it doesn't really get into what the structure of this is it, all it does is it says imagine matter having this other charge thing and this sort of repulsive effect if mm-hmm. it's the other charge and then right. distributed like and, a well, fluid.
1: Sure so it's what I think you're saying tell me if I'm right or wrong is they're looking at dark energy and all this stuff I'm like well what if Instead of dark energy, we look at negative mass, and we run it through the models. Does it make things make more sense, right?
0: Right. D- does, if, if we play with, it, if, if we, instead of, well, it's not saying dark energy goes away. It's saying, can we no. explain dark energy as this?
1: Right, right. But my, the thing is, why would you want to do that? Maybe because the math works out better, or something like that, right? Right,
0: because maybe, well, this is... I mean, it's searching for a unifying concept. right? Instead of mm-hmm. thinking of it, oh, dark energy is something else, and dark matter is something else. No, it's all part of the same continuum of something. Like I said, more of it, it, the, the idea is to try to understand something. Try to get your head around something. Get a better idea of what stuff mm-hmm. is. So then you can right. you okay. can then have a better handle on it when you're trying to figure out the details. This is not a new idea. This is... I think you know, I remember playing with this idea in my mind before. Okay. It it it, it doesn't work because of a couple of things. First of all, uh, this there's a lot of uh, so-called fine-tuned parameters in here. There's just, there's a lot of things that just have to be sort of tweaked by hand to make it work. You can't just assume from first principles this this thing and then Perfect. pop it in. Uh, then there's also the the problem... Well, there's a couple problems with it. One is that we we really do think that gravity is, is a spin-two field. This is a sort of a technical argument. But whether or not gravity is made of particles doesn't matter. It's a spin-two field. And that means that there is no other charge. It's always attractive, period. Another thing is this assumes a kind of dark inertia, which is also repulsive. Uh, in order for this to work and this assumes it's part of the title matter creation I mean this literally Mm. has the creation of matter in order for this to work Uh, where there is actually matter being created by this essential this process Uh, energy comes out of nothing in this Mm -hmm. it has to that's the only way this can work Um, this is not something we've we've experienced. Maybe it's because we're not out in this dark matter void in intergalactic space. Maybe it is because we are in this tiny percentage of matter that dominates us but is not the real way the rest of the universe works. But until we have experimental evidence, that I mean you can make all the assumptions you want but we need evidence for this we don't have it. And, like I said, it's fan fiction. It's an interesting idea that lots of people have played around with. And it's a, it's a very much a toy model. But there's not a there there. It This doesn't explain as much as it should in order for it to work. In order for people to be really convinced by it. It needs more work, basically, is what I'm saying. This idea, other people have thought of it before. Other people have played with it and abandoned okay. it. Um, but it's neat. I mean, it's neat to think about. And like these beers we had, they're neat. There's interesting stuff happening. They're neat to drink. I'm not going to be saying that any of these beers are going to be the, the, the stellar beer that... <laughs> That pierces the, the right. foundation of reality, right? But, okay, no, you're, you've, you're playing with things in, in, in a novel way. You're doing, you're doing at least a more rigorous work on this. Mm-hmm. Great. It's not going to work out for you unless you can really find something huge. Right. But... Yeah, this is the kind of stuff that I want to see. Right, right. I want to see people playing with this kind of stuff because our current ideas aren't working. They're not giving us what we want. So good, play around with this stuff. As much as, like I said, this is physics fan fiction, eventually somebody's going to get this fan fiction right.
1: It's like The Good Place, right? (laughs) Yeah. What's his name? Uh,
0: Doug Forsett.
1: Doug Forsett got it right. The Place has been pretty good. Yeah, no, um,
0: they've, I mean, like, there was a point in time... I'm not sure, I
1: might be an episode behind. Um, did they air the one in Janet's Void yet? Yes. Oh, I see, I haven't seen that one. Oh, okay. you
0: should. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll have to make sure I get that. So I'm the one behind that, where they were mm-hmm. going into the Void to get away from the big bads. Yeah. Um, it's good to see Chuck again.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Oh, Chuck it, It's funny when you think of how I mean Michael McKean's been in everything mm-hmm. But Maybe just because it's recent But yeah I mean Chuck yeah. was such a great role such a Yeah great I mean role. that that's That's
1: that's that's who I'm going to see Michael McKean as mm-hmm. For a very long time um, Yeah so when he was in a good place It was like ah oh, it's <laughs> Chuck's back.
0: Chuck <laughs> didn't actually die in the fire. He just had to go to Canada.
1: <laughs> I saw some. Uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how it happened. Cross it, but it was um, Janet and her stunt double, like working on the bar fight. Yeah, and there was some, like, like, I don't know, it was just really cool how they, like, they posted a bunch of stuff, like, her doing her, like, her training moves and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, things and stuff, things. My, my 3D printer, I had to tear the whole thing apart to get it fixed. Um turned out the heater cartridge went bad in a weird way it, like lost like a third of its power huh. but you know it was still working so I was having a real hard problem printing some things I just slowed down a bunch and I was trying to try triage it and I was talking with people online and like my first one of my early hypotheses was that the heater cartridge had gone bad and is isn't because it, like it could print at 180, 190 maybe 200 but like 220, 230 it like couldn't keep up so it seemed like it like lost some of its capability. And you're like no cartridge, like imagine an incandescent light bulb. It's like saying an incandescent light bulb can run to half power. Yeah, you could. How how would that be, right? Because you got a you got a filament that's running across. How do you have the filament? How do you short half the filament in the light bulb?
0: Oh, oh well, no! But you could heat it up enough that it would maintain a connection without.
1: Well, no, it'd be it'd be equivalent to shorting half the filament and light bulb. Okay, but yeah. in a resistive heater cartridge, there's probably a U shaped thing. It probably could short halfway through because mm-hmm. both wires come out the same side, you know, and um, you know. So they kind of they had me self doubting my question. So I started like debugging everything: is there breaking the wire? The crimps bad? Is the board that I have in there has a known issue? On some boards where the ground doesn't drain fast enough, so you have to, like, if you solder in an extra wire, you can fix a grounding problem. So I did that, that didn't help, and um, finally I replaced the car- heater cartridge, and now it's working like a dream again. So, and I, one of the reasons I was hesitant to replace the heater cartridge is because I was already on my second heater cartridge. Most heater cartridges are six millimeters. The hole in the heater block is a quarter inch Which is 6.32 millimeters Mm. Okay I bought a $15 Heater cartridge where you can get most of them For like 3 or 4 bucks I bought a $15 heater cartridge from a place in Cleveland That was a quarter inch cartridge So it fit in there perfectly right I'm like You know I got the good cartridge already You know that thing's not going to fail But turns out that's what failed So now I'm using a 6 millimeter I saw a trick online people wrap foil Aluminum foil around it to get that extra three tenths of a millimeter. So I have a good snug fit now with the aluminum foil wrapped six millimeter cartridge, um, and the thing is printing awesome again. This printer is almost done. The one down the floor mm-hmm. back here. I, I got most, of the, almost all the parts in. I got almost wired up. It it's going to be a, a bit of a showcase. Like I got all the wires like crimped nice and neat and. And everything. It took a lot longer to get together than I thought it would. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with two printers, I... But it was a good price. It's a fun project. It gives me something to work on. And if it prints better than that guy, then I will use this guy, and I will do something with that guy to make him print better, so...
0: There you go. I mean, that's the nice thing about having printers. It's your own machine shop.
1: Yeah. You can build stuff. Oh, that's, that's something I gotta tell you about. So you know maker spaces, right there was tech shop in mm-hmm. Bakery Square and they closed down and there there's Hack Pittsburgh in Uptown but there's no, a newer place called Proto Haven it's in Homewood right near um, West uh, um, Wilkinsburg and they bought a lot of the tech shop stuff they have company flex passes
0: oh yeah so you're gonna invite sent me to that Do you uh, what, you're gonna sent- invite me to that so I can take the take the courses and then be available
1: um I, I can have you. So I, yes, I would like to have you there. The logistics of actually letting you ride on the company pass is a little trickier. I mean, so the Flex Pass is is not here. It's no, it's in Welcome. It's in Homewood. Okay, it's it's that to get registered, you have to show them your Microsoft badge. Oh. And so we're paying for... a way the Flex Pass is, is one person from the company can use the space at a time. Uh When that person walks out the door, next person can walk in type thing, right? You can have guests, so I can bring you. But you're not supposed to be hands-on. So I can do the stuff that you want, but you can't do it. So that's fine. Um, And there's not really a legit way to... Get you on the flex pass mm. there might be a non-legit way to get you on the flex pass there's not a legit way to get you on the flex pass um come on man work your magic they're super new and like they so the also the trainings are going to be out of pocket so like for me to get to use the lasers there i'm going to pay 30 bucks to get qualified on the training they have two kinds of trainings 30 dollars for a qualification test or 60 dollars for a zero knowledge to certification type thing so if you have no idea how to use the vacuum former, right? You pay sixty bucks, they'll teach you how to use the vacuum former. Let you, yeah, that that seems stuff.
0: like something I could watch on YouTube, get an idea, and then give thirty. And then take the test. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. People can do that for sure. They have the wood shop is amazing. Like I, I feel that once I get cleared on to use the wood shop, um, might be like making new kitchen cabinets Or something like that Like it's everything you need They have a metal shop They have like all the welders you want They have They have two They have a CNC router And a CNC plasma torch That is Four by eight Feet <laughs> So you could put a sheet of plywood Into the CNC router And have it like Route out all the parts To make a chair You could do the same thing With like quarter inch steel in the plasma cutter
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> cool
1: <laughs> they have um out on the loading dock they have a blacksmithing forge type thing with anvils and stuff so well, you, you can make your sword out I there i want
0: you to make me a double pendulum as metal please
1: once i get all the capability yeah for sure but the, you know it, so they have like the studio space and the shop space the mm-hmm. studio space is 3d printing final cutting um laser cutters Sewing, textiles, soldering, stuff like that, and then the shop side is the wood shop, the metal shop, paint shop, say so a powder coating and spray booth and vacuum. They have a vacuum former. Vacuum forming could be pretty cool, right? Because a lot of cosplay stuff. You know, if you're if you're in the cosplay, yeah. a lot of that's vacuum form. But you can do other things. Basically, make a. It's called a buck. It's kind of the mold for the vacuum. So I,
0: I could make my own flashlights.
1: Uh, vacuum formers, like, a hard... Pla- like, think oh, of think okay, of yeah. the masks when you were a kid, right? Those are vacuum formers. Okay, yeah. Right, so stuff like that.
0: Um, so I can make my old my own vagina
1: decorations? If you want to cut your dick? Then, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to fuck them. I just want to have them.
1: They have a... Uh, I just want to look at vaginas everywhere I look. They have a, plas- a plastic inje- mold injection tool there. Now I'm not sure, like, but you'd have to have to know how to make the mold, right? Right. Yeah. And maybe with some of the metal shop tools, you can actually make right, a mold yeah. for the plastic injection. But you know, it's the, the interesting thing is they're so new that they don't have tra- they don't have training curriculum and clearance mm-hmm. tests for all their stuff yet. So like, I guess you gotta like just be a regular to like get trust to to be able to use all the stuff. Um. Yeah, so, like, I don't know what the steps are to actually get cleared on the wood shop yet, because, like, on their website, they have a shopping cart, and you can buy laser training. I wouldn't
0: want to do that. I just want to get yes. the basics and, you know, be able to, to help you out with shit if we wanted to go in.
1: Yeah, yeah. No. We can definitely go, and you can be my guest, and, you know, by the... the... I can at
0: least give you ideas. I can yes. at least pump you full right. of ideas. Right, right.
1: Who knows how strict they are. Right. But by the letter of the law, you're not allowed to right. be hands-on as a guest, so...
0: Okay, I wanted to show you this for a while and I kept forgetting about it or not having it to bring up or whatever but we look at images of dinosaurs like, you know, people you know, put out and, and this was I read something about this is not, you know, a, this is not a realm that I have a lot of knowledge of. <laughs> but this was pointed out to me once and I thought it was really cool It w- it's Animal skeletons drawn, modern animals drawn like people sort of assumed about dinosaurs when they first found them and are still kind okay. of drawing them today. Right. Swans.
1: <laughs>
0: and you see, they don't necessarily have wings. They have these sort of yeah. spiked talons. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they don't, there's no fat or anything on them or feathers. It's just sort of all. Just wrapped around their mm-hmm. the bake the basis of their body. What's that one? It's a sperm whale. So there's really? no
1: fat or oh, or anything no. there. I didn't realize the rib cage was so small on a sperm whale. Or whales in general, I guess. I mean,
0: whales are if you're if you're a mammal in water.
1: Yeah, I just imagine the longer rib cage like a fish But faultily Think Um,
0: about Here you are Right Uh, I feel like it's Probably 70 degrees in here 72 maybe mm -hmm. You're in a sweatshirt You're cold I'm fine but I'm fat If you're underwater You're connected to water all the time Your Mm -hmm. heat's gonna go away quick mammals who live in water have to have a lot of fat. Yeah. 50% of it if you're a sperm whale. 50% of your body is fat. How'd they, otherwise... get the,
1: how'd they get the tail turned? Like, like I mean, you would think if they were looking at the bones it would keep the orientation of the tail right.
0: Um, I just think that maybe, maybe that's an assumption. Maybe that you maybe find a sperm whale skeleton that's turned like that.
1: You'd think the vertebrae would show a twist. But not a turn, it's just a... No, but the, the tail arc. should be horizontal. It's vertical in the picture.
0: But you've seen things where the Brontosaurus, like, you know, has a curve, or the... Well, when they first drew Tyrannosaurs, they put them up like this, yeah, but yeah. now they're level. Well, now, think, sure,
1: but I mean... I don't, know the, fish I don't versus, know the answer to fish, I mean I, I don't know fish versus mammal I'm surprised they show the, the kind of a fish type club tail but
0: this is a rhino you can see again they, they just mm-hmm. drew the skin is right up against its you know right up against its ribcage without mm-hmm. any external stuff no fur no nothing just pure skin on its body right around its skeleton and nothing else Mm hmm. Uh. Set one. Horse. Same thing. Where the skin is right up against its. It's like just right on it. There's mm-hmm. no fat on this thing at all. Uh.
1: hooves are interesting. I guess collagen for the hooves wouldn't stick around, so mm-hmm. that must be what the bones look like.
0: Yeah, this is based on skeletons.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just pointing out, and and it's a baboon.
0: It's almost like a lizard creature. And uh, a cat, I believe, right? Yes, that's a cat. So, whenever you see drawings of dinosaurs, keep in mind that a lot of them mm-hmm, are based on some assumptions. That we have no idea about.
1: Right. No, when you see the upright Tyrannosaurus Rex with the bent tail, you know, walking like a human. Yeah, that's not not the uh, current thought. I think those pictures are probably trying to exaggerate. Yeah,
0: I mean, they're, mis-calculation. they're, they're trying to exaggerate. Yeah, and and they're working, like I said, more with how things were done when we first discovered dinosaurs as opposed to now. Mm -hmm. We still think that dinosaurs, we think that we have a more accurate picture of them now. They were covered in feathers, but they were more like birds than anything else. Birds don't generally have a lot of fat. The ones that do are things like penguins that still have, you know, a recognizable Mm bird-like shape in them. Um so and and birds are dinosaurs and they are reptiles because that's they don't ever stop being what they were just like we don't stop right. being monkeys mm-hmm. um, and we don't stop being fish we were fish and we don't stop being whatever single cell shit we came from interesting question I saw um, at what distance was the question does do electrons and positrons annihilate hmm.
1: I would guess like half a wavelength of something
0: the, the the answer to the question is more complicated than you might imagine because You have to keep in mind what quantum mechanics is, which is a black box of sorts. We know what goes in, we know what comes out. What happens in the middle is kind of fishy. So we call states where we understand what the particles are, what the individual particles are, Fox states based on this guy, Fock, who came up with them, And then when we have things that are interacting, we don't know what the particles are. That's a that's an indeterminate stage. So we have... We can define Fock states where there are particles sort of inbound to each other in collisions. But when the collision takes place, or where, or on what scale, it gets messy. Okay. Uh, so... There it's not as clearly and easily definable as like one half a wavelength or something like that. No, it's more like there are statistical ways we can define the situation so that we can understand these Fox states. And then there are certain situations where the just stuff is going to happen. And we, we have ways of predicting based on permutations and, and primitive theory, how this should work. By adding up a whole bunch of intervals together. Right. The the long and short of it is just like the barbershop question, we don't have an answer. <laughs> okay. The question is a great one, but we don't have an answer. We could just say when they get close together, things start to happen. If they're far apart, then they're not going to annihilate. They get close together, chances are they will. So, it's probably,
1: distant, pro- it's distance, probably probabilistic too, right? Well the
0: problem is that distance starts to lose its meaning because other factors start to play a role that are more important than just the dis the, than, than what we would consider distance. That is less important than the other factors that are happening. So it's as if distance just becomes such a minor factor that it becomes sort of irrelevant. Okay. That to me is awesome. Like <laughs> okay. that is the coolest thing to me right. ever is that whoa, I mean this thing that is so important to our daily lives is such a major part of our of our experience just at a certain point stops being a useful way to describe things. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. How can you not want to learn more about right. that? How can you not want to be like whoa, what what? Tell me more. That's why I love physics. Cool. Awesome. Well, I guess that's enough. for yeah, I think so. For today. Um, let me, it's a wrap. Can I end on something? Yeah, Let's
1: sure. See. End on something. End on something. Uh, end it. now. I'm Batman. Oh, yeah. I'm fancy.
0: It's over 9,000! Batman!
1: anything else you got your system yet